Rock and roll. Kia everybody, what's up? It is Rebet, uh, Rebet Live, another another little episode. Oh, very, very stoked, very proud, and uh, very cool to have Ben Warren on the show, uh, founder of Beeper. How are you, bro? Yeah, good, thanks, Rebet. Yourself? A-okay. Um, out of all of you, your, your um, connection is, is not straight high speed gnarly fiber so I'll, I'll be asking and then we can go back and forth and i'll give you a second or so but it's fine where are you what's going on give us give us the 101 because you look very happily isolated i'm loving life and so i'm on, on my farm in the hooks bay um with my family and uh, obviously in lockdown um Still creating huge, huge amount of content and research for our uh, BPR community, and um, yeah, just to be honest with you, just loving, loving, loving being at home. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of kind of special. You, you're very, um, you've got a very good energy and positive about the situation because there's so many people who are either cooped up, frustrated isolated there's just you know a whole bunch of i guess mental stress let's maybe zoom all the way back out to start with for those who um aren't aware of um you or be pure or the, the business or what it does and how it operates and and how this whole world is and where you sort of fit into the ecosystem with what you're what you're into and what you're passionate about um give mm -hmm. give the crew a, a quick 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 101 for be pure and who you're and what you're about Okay, quick 101. Yeah, so originally I was a very good golfer. And um, so originally from UK, golf scholarship to US. And then from uh, Melikiwi, so I'm kind of like a souvenir from uh, from her OE, my wife Linda, and uh, had a back injury. Uh, turns out my back injury is related to the foods I was eating, long story short. I then went and retrained in um, undergrads in experimental psychology, masters in holistic nutrition. So I've been in a uh, clinical nutritionist now for 15 years. Uh, originally got known, uh, I guess, 10, 12 years ago for reversing the parameters of type 2 diabetes. Did a pilot study at a, a Marai here in Hawke's Bay. Uh, actually, Tay Randall, a rugby guy, got involved in that. And, uh, yeah, we reversed the parameters of type 2 diabetes using diet alone in 10 weeks. Uh, so that went on 60 minutes and stuff like that. So that kind of got known for that. And then the last 10 years or so, um, very much known around autoimmunity, immunity, gut issues, hormone issues. So I'm clinical director of um, probably New Zealand's largest natural health clinic um, that's based in Auckland. I, I live in Hawke's Bay. I'm um, involved with a couple other, you know, the BPO group. We've got three companies. Uh, we've got a, a product company, product education company. We've got the clinics. And then we've also got one of the most advanced laboratories in the world that does direct-to-consumer hormone testing. Um, so uh, I'm also, because life isn't full enough, uh, I am also three and a half years into a PhD. Uh, so I'm looking at in the fields of anxiety, uh, nutrition and biochemistry. Uh, and so, yeah, it's all good. So I'm enjoying four weeks off. <laughs> Dude, that is like, I didn't know all that shit. I knew it was like, you know, health and well-being and body shot. I didn't realize it was that much of, science and education and and gnarly depth of of change and health and everything that what a what a flipping ride have you written some books yet you've done some books surely uh no i haven't actually i'm uh um harper collins have been chasing me for a couple of years to write a book and actually we're just just probably maybe later today i'll be signing a book deal we'll see um so i'm just uh looking uh, i'll get board approval later on this afternoon got a board, board meeting get board approval and um yeah so yeah 
so I'm obviously I've actually written 30, 30 odd thousand words already on it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so th th there will be a book, book coming shortly. <laughs> Watch this space. I, I just, with a book, it, it, the book's so permanent though, eh? Like, like once you put a book out there, it's got to be right. Otherwise you can't ever bring that stuff back. And so, um, so I've always been a little bit nervous, but I, I kind of feel good now that it's time for a book. Yeah, man. Good shit. Good on, good on you. It's always, um, you know, different, different formats for different people and you do an audio thing on top of it and then you do a tour or whatever i mean harper collins that whole i mean just the, the, the whole world of publishing not to jump straight into that mix for a bit i mean it's flipped upside down so much even just recently with the bauer moves and all these other bits and pieces you kind of wonder um yeah where it's all going but i mean definitely people want to read and see it and feel it touch it so yeah good on you man um oh you're already getting love look at this yeah. kira ben you're a legend mate your products have changed my my wife and i's lives a baby during june after taking your products we're forever grateful for your fertility genius thank you oh mate oh let's talk about that so what you got some like secret little <laughs> what cranberry shit and you're popping out babies what's the go <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's it's not that it's not that not that complex it's just it's just good solid hormonal balance nutrition um and so yeah we we, we, have, we help a lot of people uh around fertility both clinically and then also um on a broader scale with education and products and so you know at the end of the day it's about getting your body working as well as it can and um you know diet and lifestyle factors are have a dramatic impact on our body's physiology and so the the more we can balance these factors, our body's physiology, uh, get homeostasis, balance. Uh, the body invariably wants to be healthy, I believe. Uh, so you can see my cat going past in the background. And so, um, yeah, so, yeah, we, we're just uh, helping people with diet and lifestyle factors that have a uh, – they're simple things, but they have a very powerful effect. Damn. You're in some shit. So, say, let's, let's rewind back four weeks. What did your world – for the business of Be Pure look like? I'm imagining, you know, hitting the road, speaking circuits, team creating content, shows, yeah. you know, just everything. I mean, what, what, yeah. was, what was the operational world? What did the Be Pure operational world look like logistically four weeks ago to today? Yeah, abs absolutely. I mean, to give you an idea, like I, I probably, I think I had about 150 flights last year. So there's a, a lot of, a lot of travel, um, Speaking all over the show, I feel I'd like to think that the uh, the nutritional local food impact that I'm having on people uh, makes up for my uh, carbon carbon footprint of that. But anyway, um, yes, uh, and so I was we were gearing up for a, a tour, and so we'd already pre-sold a bunch of tickets, and uh, yeah, phys yeah, so obviously that had all cancelled. And so we had to. We were we were we were we were looking at going into um, doing a tour on hormones and uh, hormonal um, and yeah. So we we had to pivot very quickly. So we pivoted into uh, into immunity, uh, obviously, which is you know uh, strength of ours anyway. Which which we're, we're currently shut down essentially as a company right now. Um, so we're not able to to ship. Um, and so right now we've pivoted again into really just providing incredible content and supporting our community as much as possible through this time so that um so that as soon as we you know come out of this uh as as a as a business and uh you know we we can we can uh bounce back so from a, yeah, a couple of points there which i'm quite interested in so essentially you know you've got the econ play you've got the tours a bunch of travel which is you know 150 flights or whatever is flipping insane 
transitioning from a, a point where you put the commercial elements because obviously they're not I guess non-essential services on pause and you go into an online environment essentially from a strategic point of view for the the brand this is brand build time add value to the community interaction content driven brand build up you got education. It moment yeah 100% okay yeah it's, it's smart so maybe yeah, t- yeah. The, 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 some of the content strategy there go there for a sec yeah so for us um that's not really a, a big difference for us anyway you know uh 80% of our 80% plus of our content would be online anyway the difference being now it's 100% uh and so uh yeah we're just circling back around and coming back to sort of the 10 pillars of health and really just uh you know creating incredible content and engagement and um so we've created this thing called at home with be pure so that so that people can you know we can you know, still touch their lives and help them and it's actually an incredible opportunity if you you know if you're looking to improve your diet you know right now is a great time to do it because you haven't got all the you know the distractions of of, of going out and, you know at work and morning tea shouts and things like that so you actually can control your environment really nicely right now and so there's a, you know some great opportunities for people to make the dietary change or or even like um you know like if, if people wanted to stop drinking, it's, it's much easier right now than ever, ever it has been because, you know, you haven't got the lure of going out Friday night or Saturday night. So it, it's a great time to, to implement um, some of these you know, lifestyle changes that people maybe wanted to, you know, embark upon. Hmm. Right now, with the, uh, probably jump straight into the point here, Ben, when people are getting to, they're stuck at home. They, uh, some are stuck, some are free in, in, in weird ways, I guess, mentally. What do you think the biggest danger mm. for human health is at home right now? Uh, mental health. Uh, <clears throat> for me, you know, hands down, mental health factors. We know that social connection is um, uh, really a, a fundamental um, need when it comes to meeting our safety and security as human beings and um being socially isolated is is a real problem uh we know you know exercise not not exercising is big big impacts you know, on on mental health uh nutrition big impacts on mental health so uh stress stress is you strong relationship between increased stress and poorer mental health outcomes uh and so we we have to be very mindful that there's potentially a, a, a perfect health that we could face because of this and so a lot of what we're we're doing and and working on and and educating right now is 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 providing the tools for people to to feel good even though they're in physical isolation yeah you've definitely had a hit a point there the um for those that are in business or not and it's going through a tough time that that mental weight and baggage that they're holding with them during times like this is super intense and we even got to the point the other the other week one of the first days actually i was joking around how oh yeah march march 24th um you know in nine months there's going to be a whole bunch of christmas day babies born everyone's going to be at home yada 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 and then someone jumps in and goes yeah and divorces and domestic violence and mental health and i was like Oh geez, because I hadn't. You know, you always think about the 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 effects for one is that can be good. Is that is in, in some other ways be bad? And the, and the mental health side of things is, it's it's almost it's the perfect storm. You're right, Ben, but also in terms of timing because it's been around now in terms of the the public optics with the John Kerwin stuff and the you know, Mike King and absolutely everyone talking about all of it in public mm. now. It's almost um it's very um 
digestible to have these conversations in a lot more of a public domain than probably ever before. And in some ways, which is kind of good, probably because it probably yeah. forces conversations where maybe weren't had before that they're forced to have now. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a wonderful thing, and and um, you know, it's increasing our emotional intelligence. And and the more we can increase our emotional intelligence, more we can be aware of these needs, and the more we can be aware of these needs, the more we can meet these needs in appropriate ways. Um, and so, and and so, you know, otherwise the tendency is if we're not aware of these needs, we tend to suppress them, uh, you know, subconsciously, and they, it tends to squeeze out in weird ways, whether that's through anger, violence, domestic violence, you know, alcohol, drug abuse, um, we tend to compensate in, in, in other ways. Whereas we, if we can actually, you know, look at face and look at these things and discuss them, uh, we, we get some access to actually seeing what we actually do need. And, and then we can meet that need in an appropriate way. Yeah. The, um, the coming together of communities is just, it's happening at such a, like a hyper local level that you just hope that care transitions out of, Oh, are you all good to actually know, are you all good? And is there other bits and pieces that kind of that next, that next thing, which kind of brings down to a thing I was going to ask about Ben was this idea of balance, right? Like health is such a, you know, everything in moderation, this and that. And then you look at mm. fitness stuff and you see, you know, there's the CrossFit type crew and there's, you know, the bodybuilders who can bench press flipping 300 kgs, but they can't touch their back or to their toes. How do you, in your, in your headspace now, how do you define the balance of health? Yeah. Um, for me, I think moderation is, is, is the next extreme diet. Um, <laughs> I know that sounds strange, but um, like for me, for me, it is moderation. Um, and so I, I you know, and, and you'll appreciate this coming from a background of being a professional athlete, that uh, that is not, you know, that is extreme on every, on every um, regard, how you live your life is extreme, because everything is focused towards that one thing. And it's not necessarily healthy. And it's, um, and it's certainly not necessarily, you know, uh, beneficial for mental health because how you feel about yourself is completely determined by your last performance um and so you know ha having been there as a great golfer myself um so for me it's, it's about dialing back and getting it, it is all about balance um and so you know for this last 10 years of my life i've actually been trying to um eat worse almost to a degree because i, I would control my food so extremely um because you know, that, that's what I did. Uh, and so for me, finding finding some flexibility, finding some balance is actually very healthy. Um, and, you know, and we know from studies of, of people who are long lived that, that it's not about doing extreme things really, you know, all the time. It's, it's, it's about just being solid and consistent over time. Mm. Yeah. That, that, yeah, health and health and fitness is always such as a, a an interesting one where you look at the waves of you know from the the, the Billy Blanks tie bows to the now there's these skinny tea things. There's this all this like there's always a wave of some shit. There's some avocado something this and that. How much of all of <laughs> the, the the world of health shit has has been marketing or science? If you look at a macro level yeah. in terms of decades. Yeah, I think. Um... Yeah, that's a, that's that's a tough question to answer. Uh, yeah, I, I think that there is a lot of BS out there. I think you know that there there is definitely. Um, 
but having said that, you know, people are attracted to those extreme things and they will do those things and they may get benefit or they may not. But but that's part of their journey to finding what works for them. So I don't necessarily uh, I don't ever like to necessarily knock them because I think they, they serve their purpose. But certainly a, a lot of it is is marketing side. A lot of what we've been told and how we're eating right now is marketing. I mean, the fact that we've got a breakfast dial um, in the soup laughable. You know, do you stop and think about that for a second? Who was eating that for breakfast 200 years ago? Like, you know, other than the rolled oats come around the corner at the bottom left, nobody. And yet we've been told, and that's just 100% marketing we should eat for breakfast, um, which is when you actually stop and, you know, as a contrary truth, stop and look at that, you're like, that is bizarre. <laughs> I probably lead straight to the next part. What's the biggest health thing that's in the public domain right now in 2020 that you see and you're just like, what is this shit? Like, what gets you the most? Like, what's your kryptonite in the in the ecosystem right now in terms of health and well being that you just want to destroy? Uh, yeah, I used to be like that about a lot of things. Uh, like, I used, used uh, these days I try and be like. Um, I guess uh, take step back and have a have a larger view. One thing um, I tell you, what really really irks me and, and pisses me off is the fact that um, like the research around micronutrients for mental health is unbelievable. Like so, like when like a multivitamin, high quality multivitamin for mental health. So we've got one of the world leaders in New Zealand. Um, she's dedicated for well. Uh, life at the mental health and nutrition research laboratory at Canterbury University. So she runs that, looking uh, specifically micronutrients and mental health with unbelievable results. Like, so she did studies post-Christchurch in, in this highly stressful state, and they found that when they gave people micronutrients, low levels of stress, much less anxiety, you know, treat, you know, things for treatment for obsessive compulsive disorder through to, and, and yet, people still don't do these basic things. I mean, it's like if you haven't got these nutrient cofactors, the neurochemistry in your brain can't work. Uh, and so it's it's such a basic thing that people could do, and yet so many people don't do it. Like if I could shout one thing from the rooftops, that would probably be it. So I didn't know that it was possible to get a multivitamin for mental health. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just a multivitamin. The trouble is, you know, the multivitamin has for physiology, you know, energy production, even sleep because of magnesium, etc. But um, yeah, there's a search for, for mood and mental health. I mean, vitamin D alone has the same effect size um, as taking antidepressants. Um, so if you're low in vitamin D, you just have some vitamin D. That has the same effect size, which means it helps the same number of people, um, the same amount as taking an antidepressant. And yet, eighty-four uh, percent of New Zealanders are deficient in vitamin D at eighteen animals, and so eighteen animals is, is you know a level that's required for health, uh, for optimal health. And eighty-four percent of New Zealanders are deficient. So it's sort of like it's it's kind of like a a, a no-brainer um, comes to feeling better. So what, why don't you just collab it up and create a, this becomes a marketing issue, but surely you could do a New Zealand specific, you know, mental health multivitamin. I'd jump in on that shit. That sounds like an absolute no brainer. 
even just that yeah. thing alone for New Zealand is saying that was it eighty four percent are deficient of vitamin D, and vitamin D is scientifically proven to be better than that is stuffed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's what, when you said to me, what, what, what's something that's stuffed and, uh, you know, kind of like an, it's, it's such a no-brainer. It's, it's so basic and so simple and cheap as a cost-effective, you know, low-cost uh, therapy. Um, yeah, so it's calm. I mean, and, and you know, uh, Julia, Dr. Rutledge, you know, she shouts this from the rooftops and, uh, and a lot of my work is, is with this sort of stuff as well. Um, and I mean, you know, well, I was going to say just blatantly exactly why we built BPO One, which is which is a product that's designed for New Zealanders. What's missing in our diet? Uh, what's missing in our soils? And then extra for what they're fishing in. Damn! All right, we've got a, the 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 and the no-brainer of the, the mental health one. That's having coffee. For, uh, chat for another another time it's mean um leone just said i knew that's why lying in the sun made me happy <laughs> yeah i love it it does actually on a number of levels not only vitamin d but the, uh, uh the the red light from the sun recharges your mitochondria so your mitochondria organelles within your cells that make energy levels at the cellular level um atp molecule and so uh, the lying in the sun recharges the physiology of your body and so you this is why you're one of the reasons just one of the reasons we feel so good from being in the sun so good uh i would say it's a global issue, issue for people our food system and the way we live is broken uh do you feel our food system is broken yeah hundred percent. How? Yeah. Uh, so when we're not really getting the nutrients, so part of the problem we're so nutrient deficient is it's very difficult to get the nutrients from your food in the modern world. And there's really two, two or three big reasons for that. First reason is modern food farming is that we're not paying farmers and animals back into the soil. So we're stripping the minerals out of the soil year upon year. So we're getting food and food with pregnant. So we're getting kind of like um, candy floss. Um, and then because of modern uh, the older fruit and vegetables are, the less nutrients they have in them. And so ideally, we've got to be food out of the ground, off a tree, and into your body as fast as possible. And so this is, you know, this is when, I, when I retrained in nutrition and learned a lot of this stuff, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've got to grow my own food. So you know, I live on a 15-acre permaculture-designed organic nutrient-dense farm. We grow 80% of the food we eat. You know, we had an incredible dinner last night that was uh, probably had – I'd say 15 plus uh, ingredients in it, including beef and ratatouille. And the only, the only things that, you know, the horseradish sauce wasn't from the farm and uh, the garlic actually wasn't from the farm. But, but other than that, the rest of it was straight out the veggie garden. And so, um, no, obviously not everyone can do, not everyone. Um, and so that's why, you know, I advocate people taking additional essential nutrients. Um, I still do as well. But um, but not, we're just not eating in the way that we used to eat. We used to eat, you know, fresh, local, day to day, and our food supply is no longer like that. Yeah. What's the most dangerous food that everyone eats on a day to day basis that they think is good for them that isn't? <laughs> that they think is good for them. Um, yeah. They, they I don't know if people think them. this is good. Oh my gosh. I think is good for them. Uh, butter chicken. Uh, <laughs> butter chicken. No, that is good for me. That stuff. It's good for the soul. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure that they think is 
good for them. I'm not really, uh, but probably for me would be like bread. Like for most people, bread is just destroying their health. And that's, that's primarily because of gluten. Uh, so gluten's a protein that's found in wheat, barley, and rye. And um, research shows that, that you, we know that celiacs have a risk of gluten, but research shows that every, gluten causes inflammation for everybody. It doesn't matter whether you're a celiac or not a celiac. Um, and so, you know, unfortunately, the bread we're eating now is just nothing like the bread your grandmother was eating. So due to the hybridization of more gluten, uh, we've got a lot more lectins, which are molecules that plants make to... Um, stop insects from eating. In the hybridization process of making plants disease resistant, what we actually have now are, are uh, wheat varieties that, that humans can't eat. And so, um, yeah, probably one of the biggest, you know, yeah, biggest things that really impacts people's health that uh, they don't necessarily bread and gluten. So if you're at the supermarket and you want to buy bread, what's the best type of bread to get that is healthy for you? Out of out of if you're local yeah. supermarket, like pack and save a new world or, or countdown, like what's the yeah. what's the one that's yeah. like I would go for like a Venardi. There's a brand called Venardi and they do a, a, a like a gluten free CDD sourdough. And so um, don't get me wrong, it's not going to be something you probably use for your sandwich, but it toasts up okay. Um, it is still, you know, obviously a processed carbohydrates, so don't get me wrong, it's not the most nutrient-dense in the food to be consuming. But if you're looking for that, uh, you know, the emotional uh, emotional uh, satisfaction of, of a piece of toast with uh, some Vegemite on, then that, that's going to fulfill it. Is, would Be Pure go into doing its own food line? I know it's a massive question. If you got your, you're living on your own, you know, your own farm, you're doing eighty percent of your own shit. Yeah. Like would, would you do a B pure toast? <laughs> you know, it's like the honest company yeah. with just Alba. There's these moral and ethical compass north stars of what their business is about, and then when it converts from into the real world into these tangible products, the brand represents something so much greater than itself, but also simultaneously, it, it scientifically or specifically has these these things around it. Uh, do good brands exist or would you create one um oh absolutely i think there's a, i think there's more good and great brands present now than than ever in history because we've got so much more transparency into brands um and so for us uh one of the biggest problems we have in this space is is uh there's so much opportunity there's just so much opportunity in this space and and picking the right picking the right um you know, pick, picking the right opportunities is really the biggest challenge we have. We, don't get me wrong, you know, we've definitely spoken uh, a number of times of food and things like that. Uh, mm. and, and there's definitely, you know, definitely some space. But uh, like any company, we have limited resources, limited time, limited money. And so we want to make sure that whatever we do do is, is, is having the biggest impact for our customers. Um, so it's improving the quality of their lives and their health journeys as much as we possibly can. And at the moment, there's people doing, um, there's, you know, there's definitely people in the food space doing a great job of that. So we don't need to be there. We've never, I've never developed any products. If there's already a product that was great on the market, I wouldn't bother developing a product because I'm like, go buy that one. They're already doing a good job of it. Um, so for me, we try and focus on things that people aren't doing um, and, and provide value to our people that way. Yeah, I get it, man. It's right. Um, for you going from, I guess, a, a very much um, 
offline person-to-person workshop seminar conference um summit sort of scenario in terms of a business and having to pivot online i guess extremely quick if you're a new zealand mm-hmm. business right now and you traditionally have been offline like this as well what's what's a couple of things that you'd, you'd get them to maybe to think about if they're trying to you know virtualize and still commercialize yeah i i think uh, thinking about your customer is is first and foremost is is um, you know, I've been lucky. I've all, I've come from this place from a this business from a passion. It was my own personal passion, and it kind of uh, expressed out that way, and and has been very successful, which I'm grateful for. But uh, I think a lot of businesses don't necessarily. And so, like, what what are they dealing with right now? And how can what you do bring value to their life right now? Uh, and then and and do that. So you know, for me, it's it's very much getting customer centric and having empathy and compassion for what your customer demographic is, is going and then, tr- and then, you know, supporting them um, as much as you can with your products and service. Um, yeah. And, you know, and obviously if you can capture some of the next year, then you're going to have a viable business. Mm. When you, when you see the, the, the future state of what um, I guess New Zealand, looks like not in terms of just you know community but culture and commerce and this whole sort of mix here what what are you hoping comes out of this thing the the most that would be most beneficial for for new zealand as a as a whole what what's your what's your hope for um the upside of of all this chaos that we're in right now i think new zealand has a a distinct advantage on the world scene around our food production We, we we pretty much have um, best agriculture and food in the world. Uh, I believe that. I mean, like at the moment, it's still the cheapest thing to feed um, beef and cows, not cows, but they're beef steers, um, is grass. And so we, we actually, by default, have some of the best food production in the world by nature of you know where we are on the planet, in our longitude and latitude, by nature of our rainfall, by nature of our land, by nature of our low population base. Um, so I think you know, New Zealand is an incredible position to create value in the world for things that are real, things that people actually need, um, like food. Uh, and uh, and so um, I think, you know, I, I, I have no concerns around New Zealand going forward. We have incredible natural resources here. We have incredible people here. Um, you know, by nature of our isolation, Kiwis are you know, obviously known around the world for their ingenuity uh, and, and being able to get it done. Uh, and so, um, I, I I think it's an, an exciting time to be able to perhaps doing and kind of go, you know what, that hadn't been working anyway. And, you know, happy way of living that does create a happier, healthier, um, maybe more family, maybe more focused. So something that brings us together a little more. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's mega. On that note, bro, it's been awesome yarning to you, man. I really appreciate your time. You're obviously out in isolation and enjoying it with the fam and living the flipping dream with your 80, 80% self-growing <laughs> you know, life awesomeness. Um, I really appreciate your yeah. time, dude. If people want to um, connect up and, and your time, you, you talk about your community and stuff, where, where can they go? What can they do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So just uh, 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 BPO Ben Warren on social or bpo.co.nz. Uh, 
at our at our uh, website. And so, yeah, just connect up, jump in, and uh, and uh, we're always looking to help people on their health journey. So it's uh, hey, it's been a real pleasure uh, chatting, Robert, and I appreciate you having you on your channel and and all the best with your ongoing shows. Mate, really appreciate it. Thanks, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers, all. What another good bastard. Joining the mix, spreading the love, sharing in the mix. Who would have thought? 86% of New Zealanders vitamin D deficient, and it's more effective than um, antidepressants. Who would have thought? Uh, I think there's something in there. A mental health multivitamin. I think I should do something. That's really, really cool. Um, really meaningful. Pretty rapid. Awesome. Good yarns. Be back at 4 o'clock, and we have a... A mega banter that's going to be going on with Old Rope, Dion Nash, James McConey from Sky, and uh, special guest, Carl Budge. Tune in there. Thanks so much for um, for the yarning away. Really good chat. It's just always everyone I talk to, because I'm, I'm very quite, um, uh, I like to learn and I like to ask questions and I genuinely have like an interest to see how all these things sort of fit together. I'm really similar actually to... Uh, Ben's journey to what happened with Michelle Dickinson with with her business, literally going from, you know, he's talking about he's taking 150 flying days a year or whatever, changing it all out. And all of a sudden, a similar thing has happened for his business. So it's great to see the leadership um, and the bravery of what he's trying to do and create and move forward. So yeah, good on you, dude. Flip an absolute legend. Ben Warren from Be Pure. Um, I had made a mistake, actually. I said that he was the uh, founder and CEO. He's, they actually have a CEO. He is the founder, though. So, so I got that bit. So my, my apologies there to, to the team. Um, good chats. Good banter, and uh, we'll see you at the next one. Adios, team. Deuces.